promise, Lord, never again. But I also know that you know what a weak willed person I am. Don't regret this, Lord. I'm a wonderful person. signs in the sun, moon, and stars, and there will be anguish on the earth among nations, bewildered by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and expectation of the things that are coming in the world because the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Though when these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is near. Then he told them a parable, look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they put out leaves, you can see for yourselves and recognize that summer is already near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, recognize that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly, certainly not pass away until all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be on your guard so that your minds are not dulled from carousing, drunkenness, and worries of life, or that day will come on you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come on all who live on the face of the whole earth, but be alert at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. It's the word of the Lord. It's the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Be alert. Stay awake is what the word would be, to stay awake, to be prepared to see what is coming. What is that coming? But the coming of the Son of Man. The Advent is not only a time in preparation for Christmas, a time in preparation for the Christ child, but it's also a time in preparation for the end of all things. It's one of those weird seasons in which we normally spend all our time at the beginning of Matthew and the beginning of, of maybe John and the beginning of Luke, where we want all the nice little comfy stories. We want the Charlie Brown Christmas type stories. When the reality is, is that down through the ages in the church, this has been a time to talk about the coming of Christ, both uh, as, as the babe, but also as the Lord who's going to come again to judge the living and the dead. And here we, we have for this gospel reading for the second Sunday in Advent that this, this coming of the Son of Man being proclaimed, being prophesied, that there's going to be this disturbance, the signs in the heavens, and there's going to be anguish on the earth, uh, and, and nations are going to be bewildered. They're not going to understand. Why? In part because when the Son of Man comes, all other kingdoms end. When the Son of Man comes, all this other stuff is going to go away. When the Son of Man comes, all the little boundaries and boxes and kingdoms and walls and towers that we put up to try and to protect ourselves, to try and protect our kingdoms, all the things that we live for, that we're willing to die for, 
the, the things that, that have become our little idols are going to be gone, are going to be destroyed, which is why fear and bewilderment come upon the nations, because they're going to sit here and go, well, these are the things that I was supposed to be doing with my life, but now they're all going to be taken from me. Why? Because Christ is not about those things. He's about other things. It says people will faint from fear and expectation of the things that are coming on the world because the powers of the heavens will be shaken. This is the thing that I've always found interesting is that there are many Christians who are obsessed with the coming of the end of days. And they use it as a bully pulpit to try and get people to believe out of fear rather than out of love. And that's not a, the way to go. Here the, the scripture is saying that, that fear is, is the reaction that we have to Christ actually coming. But fear is not the way that we get people into the church. Never mind the fact that the coming of the Son of Man is not something to be feared, but something to be rejoiced in. Because that means that, that the, the end of sin has finally come. The end of death has finally come. And that's what has to be proclaimed to people. But here, uh, we, we don't want to get ourselves bogged down with this, this idea of, um, of trying to scare people into the kingdom. Well, you better do this because the Son of Man is going to come and he's going to strike you down. No, that's not what we're wanting to do. Instead, we're wanting to, to be able to talk about who the Son of Man is, this one who's going to come with great glory and power to raise the dead, to continually to forgive sin, and then sin will be no more to conquer. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when they see these things begin to take place, but when these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is near. When, when we begin to see this turmoil in these things, we should be rejoicing in it. We should be sitting here saying, yes, Christ is coming. Christ is coming for us. That's what's always bewildered me too, is the, the, the Christians who... Uh, We'll sit there and say, oh no, we can't have one world government because that's the sign of the Antichrist. Well, Revelation tells us that the Antichrist is going to come. Whatever that Antichrist means, whatever this whole conspiracy of one world government is going to be, whatever that might be, those are things that we should actually be going, yes, those things should come. And it's going to suck. The tribula Whatever tribulation you're going to want to talk about is going to come. Yes, that's going to be horrible. It's going to be suffering. It's going to be worse than any stomach flu I've ever had in my entire life. But it means that our redemption is near. It means that life is coming, that death is going to be no more, that sin will be no more. And he, and he uses this parable of the fig tree as well, Christ does here, that you're going to see all these things. When you see these things happen, recognize that the kingdom of God is near. And he, and he tells us that his words are never going to pass away. But then he concludes with stay awake, be alert, that this is a... Faith is passive in the sense that it's something given to us, but it's active in the sense that it's something that we live out, something that's part of who we are. We need to cling to it. It needs to be a faith that we love and yearn for Christ to come to redeem us. And that's our begging, that's our glory, that's our, our uh, a desire that we want, that, that fear will come upon us because we'll be like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And yet it will end with rejoicing because we'll be like, yes, our redemption is here. It has come. It is present with us. May that be so for you this Advent. 
as we're, as we're working our way through Advent and, and when Christmas comes, yes, rejoice in, in all the candy and the cookies and the singing of the carols and silent night and candlelight and, and all those things and hearing the story again and, and your, your grandchildren dressed up as shepherds and angels and all those things. That's all great, whatever. But rejoice in the fact that you look at these things and you get to be reminded that he came once. He's going to come again because he promised and he will do it. He's coming for you this time to take you to be with him. And that is something that we rejoice in because those are the promises that are given to us. That's the reason why we want to continue to read the scriptures. We don't want to take people's word for it, but we want to hear from Christ himself, from God himself to speak to us, to tell us of his promises, of what he is, who he is, and what he's going to do. Let us pray. Blessed Lord, who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, Grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life which thou hast given us in our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, church, we will see you Sunday, but turn how and then, go in peace. Serve the Lord. Happy Advent.